0: Welcome to What I Heard This Week. We are two psychologists
1: who discussed, you
0: guessed it, what we heard this week.
1: (laughs) Yes, we get real about the messy experience of being human for us and our clients.
0: And our greatest hope is that you realize you are not alone in all of the big feelings that come with living authentically, taking risks, and being totally badass.
1: And please know, this podcast is for entertainment and educational purposes only and should not be used as a substitute for meeting with a trained mental health professional. Hey!
0: We are here. This is our Q&A segment. I'm loving these.
1: Mm -hmm. It's been so fun. I like that. Like, it's just like direct. It's focused. And it's no planning, which is amazing. Yep. I mean, not that we plan a lot for the other one, but like, this is like (laughs) zero planning.
0: This is like zero planning. This is just like... You got a question, we want to answer it.
1: Yeah. Oh. So, okay, Chelsea. Okay, so I have today's question. It's from, uh, in response to episode two, um, okay. where that's where we had talked about allowing ourselves to have negative or unpleasant feelings and like um, normalizing that it's okay, it's normal to have mm-hmm. those Icky feelings and listener Megan, thank you so much for submitting this question. Thanks Megan. um, Says, "Um, but what if I also feel guilty about not suffering? So not having the unpleasant feeling, like I feel my feelings and then move on, but feel guilty, like I'm not suffering enough.
0: Mm -hmm. What would you
1: say to that, Dr. Alessandra?
0: Oh, Megan, Mm. yeah, all right. So I guess, like, I would ask, when you feel like you are not suffering enough, like, when you think about the suffering, I would first be curious, what is that giving you? And Mm. many people, like, how is that benefiting you, the suffering? So, first, I think, and I think for a lot of people, their immediate response can be something like, well, it doesn't benefit me at all. Mm -hmm. If we look just a layer deeper, it's like, how does that benefit you? So what happens? Let's say, let's entertain the, the idea of you taking on that suffering. What happens for you when you do? So do you feel like that makes you a more caring friend and you're able to validate your feelings or does that make you a little bit sadder? And then when you're sadder, you're not getting other things done and you're able to avoid certain things or Mm. in my family system, if you're sadder, that means like, I'm sad, I'm down, I'm suffering. And so like, you can't expect anything of
1: me. Mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm.
0: I'm very busy being sad. I'm, I'm having a hardship. So then it level sets expectations mm-hmm. for other people. Like, oh, well, you know, Alessandra's suffering right now and really sad. So I won't ask her. Right. Does it somehow... Yeah protect you, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. Or yourself,
1: like you then lower your expectations for yourself, your demands. Yeah. Yeah. Because if
0: I'm in suffering, then I'm not going to maybe, you know, do that, that thing that I've been wanting to get done, or I'm maybe not going to give as much to my partner, or I'm not mm-hmm. going to give as much to my fur babies, and I'm going to then watch more Netflix. Mm-hmm. So it's like self-protective mm-hmm. buffer in some way.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: in, mm-hmm. that would be my first question is, how is it benefiting you?
1: Mm-hmm. And that is like camouflaging maybe a need for like rest and relaxation. That is legit. And Like yes. you get to watch Netflix and that yes. you like need rest and that gets to be okay. You don't have to be sad. In Mm -hmm. order to get that need met.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or if you find it's protecting Mm -hmm. you like, oh, I don't, I, then I don't interact with my partner as much with which PS my, you know, like maybe your partner, like you've been having trouble in the relationship or you're not wanting to interact. So maybe the need is. Mm -hmm. I've actually been needing some more attention from my partner for a while, but now I've got this perfect excuse to not give them mm-hmm. attention.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm.
0: suffering. Right. right. And um, it's not like we would ever do this consciously. Yeah. Ever, right. Yeah. But I do think that sometimes, like you, you just said it perfectly. It can be this sort of camouflage for mm-hmm. not getting any met. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. do you think? Like, that's the first thing that came to mind. Yeah. Yeah. This question. What do you think though?
1: Yes. I hear that. Um, and also, um, it it sounds like a desire to be a good person, like good, like, you know, like good people feel bad. Um, and so, um, you know, I want to be a good person. I, and so um, I want to feel bad about this um, it, confusion with, if I cared about this person, then I would feel bad. And so Mm -hmm. if I don't feel bad, then I must not care or care Mm -hmm. enough. And that makes me a bad person, a bad daughter, Mm -hmm. a bad friend. Um, So it's (sighs) kind of like the price of admission. Um, Like, well, yeah, well, at least I feel bad about this. Right,
0: right. Mm -hmm. And so what would you say is like the alternative? Like if we wanted to generate a different Mm -hmm. cost of admission
1: Mm-hmm. I would say, like, broadening our definition of, like, what a good person, bad person is. And, like, I uh, I always joke with my clients, like, your therapist tells telling you you're a bad person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I say, like, you're, you know, we have both goodness and badness in us. And that gets to, that's totally, like, normal and okay. We don't need to, like, we don't earn more goodness or badness like in in my wooiness um so like no matter what you're feeling like that doesn't make you better or worse than you otherwise were um you care about this person and you can care as well as let go of carrying the burden causing yourself to suffer that yeah. that isn't making you a better person Mm -mm. that isn't making you a better friend, partner, daughter, whatever.
0: No. And it literally like, um, the, the self, the, the suffering and taking that on, it's like it, I think that and maybe I said this in episode two, I can't remember, but, um, but it really does nothing for no one.
1: No, like, it doesn't help it doesn't, the other person. Yeah, it mm. doesn't
0: help the other person. It doesn't help their scenario. It doesn't help, um, It you know, if they're going through a hard time for it to get better. It doesn't help. It doesn't help move anything forward. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't. It just doesn't help. And then it doesn't mm-hmm. help you. It keeps you on the mm-hmm. hook of the guilt and suffering. It doesn't help you move your life forward or feel good mm-hmm. about yourself or feel good about your life or in your skin or to be able to create change that you might
1: want yes. around the situation that you're feeling bad about mm-hmm. either because it yes because it's it totally takes up yes it takes up the energy so it's yes. it drains you from energy that you could be putting forth actually doing something to support that person and Absolutely. doing something positive but you're you're preoccupied with having to care for the guilt that you're feeling and the suffering yes. that you're feeling.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yes. So it's like, I, you know, I like to challenge people, you know, like what would it, what would it be like if you could just imagine yourself unhooking from that suffering or unhooking from that guilt? Let's say in a world where it was absolutely okay for mm. you to not feel guilt and for you to not feel bad then what might you do you know I so I, like i just think like just thinking through that like what mm-hmm. would you do different and like i think for a lot of people they think you know i don't know i think i'd probably continue doing my life maybe plant some flowers and mm-hmm. maybe ask that person if there's any way I can help them,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Just yeah. like in a yeah.
0: world where you are not the awful one,
1: the mm-hmm.
0: world where you don't have to feel bad, then what do you do?
1: That'd be my question. Mm, I love the unhooking. I love the unhooking. Mm-hmm. That's so great. And it's such, I hear this like vibe so often. So thank you so much, uh, listener Megan. Can we call the like Megan Katie, like for, you know- the Katie's, the last name. No, that's dumb. That's no. dumb. It's just no, Megan. It's okay. just getting too much. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Megan, for your yes. really great reaction question.
0: I love it too, because, you know, Megan provides a really good example of, you know, the questions that you ask are helpful to us all. So yep. thank you, Megan for being courageous to submit a question. And I really appreciate you and want to really encourage other people, like ask your questions because inevitably it is Always somebody else's question, too.
1: Mm-hmm. So, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Alessandra.
0: Thank you so much, Dr. Chelsea. We'll talk
1: to you all later. Next time. Bye. Bye.